Welcome, 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 friends, family, new friends, old friends, welcome. Your very first episode of The Man Behind the Beard. I am your host, Nick Breezy. I am the host, the confidant, the therapist, the transparency person, the honest person, whatever you want to deem me as. I am that person uh, for my show. I wanted to do this show to give people, give men, boys, young men, uh, maybe even women, uh, a safe place to, to kind of come in and hear me out, hear my story. And maybe there is somewhere in my stories, right, where there is some type of relation that you may share with me. You know, you might be going through a similar situation that I did so many years ago or so many months ago that, you know, that you can relate to. And you might be able to find a new blueprint, uh, a new way to guide yourself in order to get out of the situation or how to better the situation or how you see fit. Uh, the purpose, the true purpose of the show is to show growth, is to show, give different perspectives. Um, allow new perspectives to be to be given, to be shown, to be exhibited, to uh, to allow new thought processes to to become available, not just to myself but to you as well. Uh, hot shout out to my boy. To my to my guy David and his wife Whitney, they gave me that acronym. Please, no copyright infringement. I told you, I don't have no money. Uh, but hot, right? Honest, open, and transparent. That's the big part of the show. Big part of of this whole thing, of this whole journey that I'm going to take you guys on with me. Being honest, H, right? Being open, O, and last but not least transparency t all of those three elements are needed to to be a human being i feel like to be an open person to be a non-robotic you know nonchalant person those those three things are are desperately needed in order for growth in order for you know for you to have new enlightenment for you to have new new ideas um those things have to be those things are pertinent and and in life as a whole so how do we get here how do we get here to being hot right uh some months ago uh i was given the idea that you know maybe my life uh needs to be talked about a little bit more you know not that it's like fully comedy or comedic, but it, it needs to be talked about a little bit more. And maybe, just maybe, somebody out there might need my help, um, you know, but who am I? I'm just a regular black dude from Chicago that's in the Navy. Uh, but there might be somebody out there that might need my help, who might be struggling with something, who might, you know, uh, need some type of guidance from this random black dude that is starting a podcast, you know. So here I am. Here I am. Uh, I wanted to allow men, women, young men, young women, 
to uh, have a place to be vulnerable, to have a place to be, uh, you know, in touch with themselves, their own feelings and emotions, to be able to, you know, know that it's okay to, to be going through whatever it is that you're going through. And, uh, and there is a light at the end of the tunnel. You may not see it right then and there, but there is a light at the end of that tunnel. Uh, you know, we all struggle with different things, different aspects of life that, you know, that we don't feel that there is, you know, light or that that light is coming anytime soon. But I promise you, it may take a little bit of time, but depending on the situation, of course, it may take a little bit of time, but that, that, that light is there. The end of that tunnel is there. Um, I've, I've seen it. I've been through it. I know it to be true. Uh, I've been through a lot of things. Um, you know, maybe not as comparable to someone else that's been through, you know, other struggles in life, but as far as like romantics, uh, or romance, I should say, romance, um, you know, uh, death, um, just honesty, trust, loyalty, uh, you name it. I kind of been through it, at least on the personal aspect of it. And, um, I want to share those things with y'all. And sharing those experiences, sharing those times, sharing those, uh, those, those intimate things, it might be, you know, kind of like, oh, bro, like, why are you talking so much? Like, why are you telling your business and things like that? And I get it, though, you know, like a lot of people, a lot of us like to keep things close to the chest, right? Like, you know, something that's just not people worthy, you know, your testimony isn't, isn't to be told to everybody, not like on, on a, on a, you know, worldwide platform, you know what I mean? But I think that by not telling testimonies, by not telling your story, your 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 opinions, your your experiences, um, you know, you might be you you're 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 doing a disservice to not only to yourself because it could be therapeutic, but you're also doing a disservice to you know someone that you don't even know that's miles and states away from you. You know what I mean? So. I want you guys to go on this journey and to just be okay with knowing like, you know, you're going to see some tears. You're going to see some, uh, some, uh, some intimate stories. You want to hear some intimate stories. You're going to feel like, damn, how could he? Or damn, why, why did he do that? You know what I mean? But I promise you it's okay because I survived it. I'm here. I'm a better person from it. But Throughout this process, uh, there will be times where, you know, you'll hear the different perspectives from other people. Let's put it like that for now. You'll hear the different perspectives and you'll, you'll, you'll understand like, you know, maybe, you know, why I was the villain in this, this person's story or, um, you know, how I grew from it and, um, and how I am today and how, how my teachings or what I've learned at least, how I, you know, tell them to my to my youngins. Cause if you don't know, I got three I got three young boys I'm help raise. And you see I said help raise. Uh three young black black boys, you know, nine, five and one and a half. And, you know, 
we live in we live in a world today, a society today, where uh, you know it's not it's not the best not the best time for 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 black men. And hopefully, once they're older, it might be a better time for us. But for right now, I have to give them the tools and the and the and the and the time to to help them grow and to make sure they don't fall into the same same bad habits, same, um, you know, I don't know, I guess, rabbit holes that I fell into because I didn't, as great as my mom was, it was a lot of things that she didn't teach me. And uh, I don't want to do that um, to my sons. I don't want to not teach them, you know, about romance, about love, about uh, vulnerability, about not being a a computer, about not shutting down, about knowing what you know, about learning yourself. And um, that was something I wasn't really taught as a as a as a youngin coming up. Um, like I said, as great as my mom was, she those things that she missed the mark on, but that's okay though okay because we because I don't think she knew how to do certain things so therefore she couldn't teach me I don't know if she had the capacity to really cap capacity or maybe even the capability of teaching me certain things so um, therefore if she doesn't know how could she teach me but now that I know you know a young 37 uh, black man in this world uh, like I said, help raising three boys. It's my duty. It's my responsibility. It's my obligation to them to help them be better people, be better men, not just for themselves, but for a future, you know, significant other. And uh, I want them to be able to know that they can come to me for anything and everything. You know what I mean? Especially when it comes to that part, because I made mistakes. <laughs> I made a lot of mistakes. Uh, I fumbled a lot. I have, you know, dropped the bag, as they say. I've, I've done those things. But again, we live and we learn. You know what I mean? And uh, I, that's why I bring this, this show to you guys, too. I bring this to help in any way I can. I was at a, I was at a, at this, I don't know how familiar you guys are, but I, I was at this black trivia thing where they, where they, you know, ask you questions about different Black trivia stuff like you know, what was the name of the of the of the, of the uh, building manager in Good Times? You know, Bookman. You know what I mean. So, uh, but yeah, so it's black trivia, and so uh, I went there, and uh, the DJ or the host at least he he was telling his story about like how he is where he is and you know like he how he quit his job and how um you know people said he was crazy for quitting his job and uh for you know for wanting to develop this game and take it on tour and you know be how he is now people said he was crazy but in the midst of you know people saying that um his now dj he was trying to get put on to be like a really really great dj and they met each other and connected in california and they been bonded ever since and now they tour together doing this whole black trivia thing but the one thing that stuck with me that he said was 
He was following in God's path. God's path. And you'll be blocking somebody's blessing if you don't follow in his footsteps and path that he's, you know, paving for you. And that automatically clicked kind of for me um, that I didn't want to be blocking someone's blessing. I didn't want to be blocking someone's, you know, uh, someone's help. I didn't want to do that. Uh, you know, I think there's a stigma that, you know, people think going to therapy is like, you know, you're crazy or, you know, you're, you know, you, you know, you, you just too stressed out or something like that. But that's really not the case. Really not the case at all. People go to therapy because it helps. Like therapy helps. But this platform right here, it might be the therapy that someone needs and that they can't afford therapy. You know what I mean? Or um, they're embarrassed by therapy. And, you know, so now they have a, a space, a channel, you know, um, where they can be vulnerable, where they can maybe be able to now jot down their feelings and their emotions and get whatever they need to get out. And I promise you, I promise you, if there's ever a question or, you know, any type of comment or whatever about, about you know, anything I say or do, please feel free to ask. Feel free to say it. Uh, I will be open with you guys. I'll be honest. I'll be transparent. Uh, and like I say, I just want to go on this journey with you guys. And, uh, and I think overall it allowed me to be more vulnerable, more emotionally available, uh, not be so stone cold. Uh, and I'm not really all of those things now, but that's how I used to be. I used to be not emotionally available. I used to be very nonchalant. I used to be very, uh, I don't know, cold in a sense. And I think a big part of me, I was having a, I was having a conversation with someone last week that for the longest of time, I didn't know how to love me. I didn't know how, I didn't know what I needed out of relationships. I didn't. Um, I didn't know if I, you know, needed to be, you know, hugged or, you know, I, got, I didn't know what I needed from a woman to help, to help allow me to feel better about whatever it is going on um, that me and, me and that person was going through. I didn't, I didn't, I just, I just did not know. And sometimes even to this day, I still don't know like what I need. Um, I know it feels good, uh, but I don't know if that's what I need. I feel like I've been very, very independent when it comes to like what I need and how to self-soothe a lot. So. I, I don't I don't really know what I need and I think that's what makes the relationships I've been in kind of difficult where the woman hasn't been able to you know take care of me because I feel like I could just take care of myself like I don't I don't need you to do certain things like for example like I think it's I don't I think it's somewhat mis misogynistic in a way to allow, you know, my 
significant other, person, whoever, serve me food. I feel like I'm handicapped. I don't like being, ha- I don't like feeling handicapped. So, you know, like I'll just tell her, I, I, I would tell her, I have told her, you know, like, don't worry about like I got, like I'll fix my own plate, like I'm good. Or if, uh, uh, if she, you know, is done with her food and she see I'm done with my plate and she'll say, you know, like I'll take the plate from you and put it in a, in a you know, in a sink or something. And I don't like, again, I like feeling handicapped. So I'm like, no, like I got it. You know what I mean? So, um, I don't know if it's, I don't, I guess it's not misogynistic, but, uh, I don't like feeling handicapped. I, 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 I feel like I could do a lot of everything on my own. Um, I'm very self-sufficient. I'm very like capable of doing a lot of stuff on my own. I never know how to, I never know, never knew how to really let go and just let, you know, my person in that season, uh, allow them just to be. And, um, it's, it's, it's been difficult. It's been very, very difficult. And I, and again, I think it goes back to the whole thing of like, the women that I've encountered throughout my life that I, that, that are significant in my life, at least in a romantic sense. Um, I never knew how to love me and I never knew how to allow them to love me because I didn't know how to love myself. I didn't know how to, you know, tell myself what I needed and wanted. And so therefore it was difficult for them, I, I believe to, to do that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been, it's been kind of hard a little bit. So how does that, uh, how, how have I grown knowing these things? Well, I guess I haven't because I still acknowledge it to this day, but I guess that's the growth, right? Of being self-aware of, of the thing that you need and don't need or don't want or whatever, or what makes you tick or whatever. Maybe, maybe that is the growth in it, right? Maybe. But I know I need need to come out of that. I know I need to uh, allow my my person, my significant other, you know, be them and allow them to just love me. And uh, like I said, it's hard sometimes. It's really really hard. Uh, for those of you that you know, I guess maybe like a big part of this audience that don't know me. Uh, don't know me yet, at least. Uh, they, there was a time where, you know, I was probably worse than your worst comic book character, <laughs> to be honest. And maybe to some of, uh, those people that I used to date, they'll probably say I was worse than the worst. And you would never probably think that knowing me, knowing my personality, knowing, you know, like who I am, you probably would never would you you never would think that. But I used to be a very horrible person, and um, to some or maybe to one that I could think of right now, I probably am the most horrible person on the planet. And uh, you know, knowing that, uh, having that realization that you are the villain is you have to settle in that. You have to be okay with knowing that you are the villain. You know what I mean? And you have to you have to make the conscious decision to want to not ever want to be the villain ever again. Now, don't get me wrong. You're going to be a villain to somebody because you can't satisfy everybody. 
you know, relationships don't work out for one reason or another. So you're going to be the villain probably to somebody. Um, but I guess the, the, the essence of it, the goal of, of all of this to, is to how to not be the villain, how to not, you know, carry yourself in a way that uh, in a relationship, at least, or through life as a whole to where you're, you're, you know, you're not seen as the villain. But if you are, that it's OK to be the villain. It's OK. Because we're not perfect. No one walking this earth surface is perfect. Uh, I don't know how to be less transparent. Uh, I said going into this podcast that I would, you know, like my my life is your life. You know what I mean? Like my what what I know in this noggin will be what you know, and how to really uh, determine like how. The next steps of moving forward, the next steps of being better, the next next steps of being great. One of my biggest idols is uh, is Superman. And uh, one of the things that kind of gets me in the gym is, you know, like if I'm tired and I'm like I'm, I'm sweating, I'm drenched and everything. I tell myself Superman doesn't give up. So you shouldn't give up. So it kind of just makes me go a little bit hard, right? Just bah, bah, bah. It makes me go a little bit harder. But yet I'm still tired. Even though I'm, 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 I'm telling myself in my head that like, no, like Superman does not give up, bro. So you cannot give up. And that's kind of like the mindset that I go with every each and every day now. Uh, you know, when I'm feeling tired, when I'm feeling weary, when I'm... You know, when I'm when I'm when I'm, you know, stressed out about something, when I'm overthinking about something, you know, like I, I kind of leave it not only just to God, but also like think about it in that character sense of, well, you know, how will Superman do this? And, you know, you're stronger than this, you know, get up, be better. And uh, that's kind of how I carry on uh, and learn from the from the things that I have done um, in my and my life thus far. 16, well, I'm 37. So 21 years I've been, I've been dating. I've been dating, been dating, been married, had kids, all types of shit, right? Like done all types of dumb shit. And those are aspects of all of this that you'll get to know, get to view. And, you know, it might be something you might be like, damn, I didn't know he did that. Damn. Fuck. But I'm not that person anymore. I'm not that guy anymore. And I am in a position now where I know that I can't save the world alone. I can't save the world alone. And I don't want to anymore. Like I want to be, you know, in this nice house, you know, wife and kids. I want that. Like I, I, I genuinely want that. And but in order to have that, you gotta have better foundation. You gotta have a better mindset. And you gotta have you gotta want to 
really strive for those things. And if you don't strive for them, they'll never come. If you never talk about them, they'll never come. If you never ask God for them, they'll never, ever come. But you also have to be moving with the same purpose, too. You also have to be moving, you know, in that direction. You can't be saying you want these things, but you're going the opposite way. Or you're making your own path in order to get to that way. Uh, you can't do that. So this journey will be a good one. I promise you guys, this is just episode one. Uh, like I said, I just coming in hot and it's not as hot as you may have thought. Like I'm about to be giving you all the tea because I can't give you all the tea in episode one. But I promise you throughout the journey, it will be up and down a little bit, you know, uh, sad moments, enlightening moments, uh, light bulb moments. And uh, it'll be a good time. I promise you, it'll be a real, real good time. If there's ever anything that I can do to help, you know, the man watching this, the woman watching this, uh, let me know. And I will definitely do it. Let me help the best way I can. Like I said, I'm, I'm not, I'm not Einstein. I'm not, uh, I'm not, uh, the smartest bug always, but I'm not dumb either. Uh, I consider myself to be a very intelligent man and uh, I only want to do is give back. Uh, I was told a while back, shout out to my boy David again. I was told a while back that uh, maybe I should go into ministry. And uh, I was like, man, no, like doing no ministry. Like I'm not doing that. And uh, David always says, uh, well, nobody preaches better than you, brother. Be it. No, nobody preaches better than you. And I don't even preach. He just, you know, like I don't, I don't, preach. I just talk. And, uh, but I give it to you straight, no chaser. And, uh, I give you the truth and honest truth, straight, no chaser. And, uh, I pride myself on being honest and real with, you know, not only those that I know and love, but, you know, to people that I don't know and love. So, I will give you that. You have my promise that uh, you will continue to get the honest, open, and transparency. You will get the vulnerability. You will get the the weaknesses. You will get the heartbreaks. You will get the the villainous side of me, uh, and you usually get to know me overall as a person, and hopefully. Hopefully, uh, it'll be something that you'll just want to continue on and do. It's a very intimate thing. Uh, you know, no music in the background, no, no, uh, you know, no anything. It's just me. It's me and you. But again, uh, there is a journey in all of this. There's a, there's a method to my madness. And I just want to get my message out there to help someone. Someone. So. Until next time, I got something special for y'all. So uh, I guess next episode will kind of really be episode one, but this is really episode one. Uh, well, I got a treat for y'all for this whole entire thing. So stay posted, stay tuned, like, share, and subscribe. And until next time, peace.